What is good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast, man. Back at it again today, Monday, January 13th. Hopefully, all you guys are having a good day up until now, man. It is the start of a new week, so be great. Do not look at Mondays as always being a bad day, but look at Mondays as a new chance at life, a, a fresh start, a new week to get better and try and get towards and closer to your goals, man. So don't always look at Mondays as a bad thing. Mondays sometimes can be good. I know it's always the start of the week, so it feels slow, but trust me, Mondays, to me at least, it always seems like a fresh uh, or a breath of fresh new air. So with that being said, though, so yesterday, yesterday morning, Sunday morning, my Michigan State Spartans, who are currently currently ranked eighth or were ranked eighth, went into Purdue and we got blown out by Purdue in a Big Ten conference game. Um, we were going into, we went into this game with a record of 13 and three. We were five and zero in the conference. Purdue came into this game with a, a record of nine and seven. They were um, two and three in the conference, and they won by a score of seventy one to forty two. So before I get into the box, I just want to say I watched Purdue only one time this year, and they played Butler, and they lost. And to be honest, it's been a down year for Matt Painter. This was a very good win, but for the most part, it's been a down year because, you know, of course you lose a great player, a legend at Purdue like Carson Edwards, who now plays for the Celtics. You lose a great player like that, you're going to get a little bit worse. And so pretty much that's what happened. They still have a good nucleus, but they just haven't had as much, much success as they had last year. But getting into the game, though, so the box score for my Spartan Dogs. Xavier Tillman had eight points, one assist, eight rebounds, one steal, and three blocks. Aaron Henry had three points and five rebounds. Gabe Brown had two points, two rebounds, and one block. Marcus Bingham had two points, five rebounds, and two blocks. Cassius Winston had 10 points, five assists, one rebound, and two steals. Thomas Kithier had two points and one rebound. Julius Marble had two points, one rebound. Malik Hall had three points and two rebounds. And Rocket Watts had 10 points, two rebounds, and one steal. And Kyle Orange was in uniform but did not play um he was dealing with a sore achilles but he was uh in uniform again did not play i guess Izzo just kept him out for precautionary reasons so he did not play for purdue aaron wheeler had three points and two rebounds Travion Williams had 16 points, three assists, seven rebounds, and one steal. Nojo Eastern had nine points, two assists, and seven rebounds. Sasha Stefanovic had 10 points, four assists, two rebounds, one steal, and three blocks. Eric Hunter Jr. had 10 points, three assists, two rebounds, two steals, and one block. Evan Boudreaux had 11 points, four rebounds, and two steals. Matt Harms had six points, two assists, five rebounds, and two blocks. And Jihad Proctor had three points, one assist, one steal. Now, First and foremost, I just want to say every year for like the past or not even every year, every single year that we go and play at Mackey Arena, which is one of the best environments in all the college basketball, you could arguably make it a case for it being like a top five environment in college basketball. My Spartans struggle when we go to Mackey Arena. And yesterday was the exact same case last year. We got blown out pretty much bad, too. But this year, it was much, much worse. So the, the scores at halftime are pretty much identical. I think the score at halftime was like 37 to 20. Last year was like 37 to 19. But regardless, Mackey Arena, for some reason, we just always, every single year, struggle when we play at Mackey Arena. The last time we beat them, when we beat Purdue at Mackey Arena, was in 2014. So that just lets you know how good of an environment Mackey Arena is and how good Purdue plays when they're at home. And this game... I can honestly tell by like a little like heading into halftime, I can honestly tell this game was over. The only reason that I continued to watch the game was just to see if my dogs had a little fight in them that they weren't just going to fold over and throw in the towel and they were going to keep fighting for the whole 40 minutes. But 
the game started out pretty interesting. So the game pretty much started out, I want to say Aaron Wheeler attempted a three. Xavier Tillman fouled him. And that, that was pretty much, I already knew, like, the game was going to be a rough game. It was going to be a long day for us. But one thing I do want to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to bring up the refs two times and that's it. But, again, Purdue did blow us out in, in an orderly fashion. But I don't think the score should have been as big as it was, the final score. And I think even though Purdue deserved to win this game, and I'll, we'll get into that in a second, the refs did help them out a tad bit. Purdue was going to win this game regardless, though. But Purdue played really well. You got to give Purdue a lot of credit. Matt Painter, when it comes to defensive execution, they did a really good job of containing Cassius Winston. Now, Cassius did struggle shooting the rock. Like, he got off good shots, though. Like, he had a whole bunch of good looks. He had a wide-open three. He had a couple wide-open threes that he just missed. Usually, those are shots that he makes. I'm not too worried about that. He, he just missed shots. It happens. But when stuff like that happens, when your best player is not hitting his shots, you expect for your next best players to start scoring. Xavier Tillman did that for a little bit. Aaron Henry struggled mightily like mightily like he was so hesitant yesterday that I was honestly scared for him like it was a lot of uh plays where we ran strictly for him to either create a bucket or go get a bucket and it just felt like he was too hesitant and Purdue made him pay every time but for Purdue the biggest keys for Purdue was Travion Williams who is having a monster week uh or a couple weeks actually he had a career high I think 36 points and 20 rebounds and an overtime loss at Michigan and he was feasting in this game too like our bigs could not hold him it was only two of our big men on our roster can guard Travion Williams and that's Xavier Tillman and Julius Marble and Julius Marble barely plays and coach Izzo should have played him more yesterday but he didn't but when he was in the game Julius Marble did play really well but Travion Williams man He's getting better, and I already knew he was. He's from, he's, I think, I believe he's originally from Michigan. Or he's either from Michigan or Chicago, but I know he lived in Michigan for sure. But we did recruit him, uh, Michigan State, that is, and he was feasting. Like, he is a big-time threat in the post. Like, he has a whole bunch of moves. He has counter moves. He just has all-around good touch around the rim, and it was showing yesterday. Like, our bigs just could not guard him. Xavier Tim did a pretty good job on him. Marcus Bingham can guard him but he wasn't Marcus Bingham's thing with guarding Trayvon Williams was that he was giving up too much leverage instead of just using his height and his width and that was the biggest thing he kept like putting he kept lowering his body down to his level so he wasn't able to block the shots and then Trayvon Williams is so fast he's a quick thinker in the post like you should be and he would just get shots over him and it was easy for him and he was just really that big time dude for him um, other than that though offensively like Purdue's been struggling all year but they look really good yesterday and maybe that's just because they were at home or whatever the case may be but they got production out of everybody their main shooter is Sasha Stefanovic, and he's always been a sniper ever since he's been at Purdue. I think he's either a sophomore or junior now, and he just has a quick release. His jumper is pure money, especially at home. Like, they don't miss at home. Like, Purdue at home, I'm telling you, they're like a whole other team. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to keep saying that. They are a really good team at home. Sadly, we only get to play Purdue one time this year, and that was yesterday, but it is what it is regardless. We'll probably see him if, luckily, we'll see him again, and we'll beat them in the Big Ten tournament. But again, they played really well. The biggest thing for Purdue, though, was their bench production. And not even just their bench, Evan Boudreaux played really good. Now, he had a couple of charge calls that, you know, he he drew. But I think, they, you know, both of them were kind of questionable. I think the one on Malik Hall, yeah, you could have called a charge. But I think the one on Cassius Winston was very questionable because Cassius had already beat him to the spot. But in the rest, called a charge on Cassius. But it was what it was regardless. He played really well. He had a couple big-time threes off of defensive breakdowns by, by my Spartans, like, a couple of threes that he had, he shouldn't have had because Xavier Timmon helped off too much. Like, you cannot help off shooters. That's one thing we're Purdue. Coach Izzo always stresses that. You cannot 
help off shooters. That's just basic, basic basketball 101. And Evan Boudreaux, every time Xavier Tillman helped up off of him, he hit a three and he made us pay for it. But one thing that I really did like from my Spartans yesterday, the one outlook positive that I can take out of this game was Rocket Watts. Rocket Watts, man, I'm telling y'all, he is a big-time bucket getter. I know everybody's looking towards next year, talking about uh, Cassius is gone. Somebody's going to have to step into that point guard. Rocket Watts is the point guard of the future. He had a couple of big-time buckets yesterday that I was looking at like, okay, we're going to need more production out of him because he is lethal, man. Like, he gets isolation buckets that just – he just makes it look easy. Like, he is a big-time bucket getter. He had a couple travel calls, and that was the biggest thing. At the end of the day, we just had too many turnovers. I think we had 11 turnovers by halftime. We averaged like 12.5, so we were almost at our average by halftime. We finished with 16 turnovers, and Purdue, they took care of the rock. They only had six turnovers the entire game, and that's how you win games. You have to take care of the ball, and obviously you have to get shots up at the rim, and Purdue just did a better job at, the, at that than we did, and that's as simple as it gets. Like They got production out of pretty much everybody, and we didn't. When Cassius was cold, which was for a majority of the game, he did get hot a little bit towards, in, in, you know, streaks um everybody else just didn't step up like Gabe Brown he's supposed to be our best shooter he wasn't hitting shots I, I don't think he hit a three yesterday he only had two points Aaron Henry again was just struggling Marcus Bingham we were down 11 and we were making a run and Marcus Bingham took an ill-advised three-point jumper that he just should have not taken and coach Izzo took him out the game instantly and that was the thing too like I think that once this team really starts to find itself, and they are finding themselves, I'm not worried about one loss, but once this team really starts to find themselves, Marcus Bingham has gonna has got to be able to start hitting threes. That's gonna be the next big thing for us to get better. But besides that, again, Purdue, they did a really good job. Defensively, why defensively their scheme for most of the game was to force Cassius Winston into the help side. And that's exactly what they did. Eric Hunter Jr. and Nojo Eastern switched off guarding him, but Eric Hunter Jr. did guard him for most of the game. He did a good job forcing turnovers. Um, he forced a couple of travels, one which was kind of questionable, but besides that, he did travel a couple of times. I'm not too concerned about that. But their defensively, the thing was, force Cassius Winston into the help side like whenever Cassius Winston got a ball screen Eric Hunter would get through it as quick as possible and it was almost like a double team was coming and they would have they would force Cassius Winston to get the ball out of his hands and they did a good job of that the entire game and honestly it kind of rattled Cassius and I won't say rattled but it just sped him up and he just you know he had to, he had to pass the ball he couldn't really do anything the couple times that he did get some shots off he just missed them like he had a lot of good looks i'll say it again he had some shots that were just they went in the rim and they went out like it just happened some some days it happens like that you're not going to be hot every game but i'm not too concerned and Purdue, man, they just played really good. They got, again, overall production from everybody. I think Eric Hunter Jr. had a really good game, too. Um, and again, though, I think the refs did help them out a bit, but they didn't. They weren't the difference maker. I've seen a couple Michigan State fans complain about the refs. Yeah, the refs did. Like, they had a stretch in the first half where they were calling strictly good good calls for Purdue. And then they had, like, the last four minutes of the first half, they kind of started to, to balance it out. But I mean, the refs did have a lot of questionable calls, but still, I'm not, the refs weren't the reason that we lost. Like, Purdue just simply out-hustled us. Another thing, though, Purdue only out-rebound, excuse me, Purdue only out-rebounded us 34 to 32. The only out-rebounded us plus two. That did not seem like the case at all if you watched that entire game. It feels like, I think it was three different times that we got or that Purdue got an offensive rebound off them shooting the free throw. That 
cannot happen. Coach Izzo is going to probably cuss out the team once he watches the tape of that game because that stuff cannot happen. Like, they just – they wanted that game more than us. They – like, they, they just had a sense of urgency that we did not show up with, and you have to give them credit for that. Like, they just played harder. They deserve to win this game. They played really well all around. Total team effort. Really good job coaching-wise. And, man, they just hit their shots. And it, at the end of the day, that's all it comes down to, like – we shot 2 of 16 from 3, which is terrible. Only 12%. That cannot happen. You can't shoot 12% from three-point line in an away environment. That just can't happen. And so that happened. And then Purdue shot 8 of 22, which still isn't great. But 36% as a team shooting from the three-point line isn't bad at all. Eric Conner had a couple threes. Sasha Stefanovic had a couple threes. All around, again, they just played really well like you got to give a lot of credit to Purdue they outplayed us they out hustled us they out toughed us they did a lot of things some um again Julius Marble did play pretty well Xavier Tillman played okay I feel like he could have went harder and actually I do want to give a shout out because yesterday was Xavier Tillman's birthday so shout out to him he turned 21 so big shout out to X I know he has another child um almost on the way but again Purdue they just did it and like the biggest thing was the 18 total turnovers we just cannot afford 18 total turnovers that's just not good and a lot of them were from Cassius Winston Cassius had nine turnovers and some of them were just really bad and some of them were just forced turnovers like literally it was a couple plays where he just threw the ball up ahead because you guys know we love to run in transition he would throw it and produce stole the ball and it was as simple as that a couple times he traveled again I'm not worried about it but I'm just saying and it's not the end of the world of course you know Purdue got the win Again, the score was 71 to 42. They improved to 10 and 7, 3 and 3 in Big Ten Conference play. We fall to 13 and 4. Now we're 5 and 1 in conference. And again, it's not the end of the world. You know, I don't know why our fans expect us to go undefeated in the Big Ten regular season. It's not going to happen. The Big Ten is too good of a league. I do think we'll still win. And even so, we lost to Purdue last year and we still made a Final Four. It's not the end of the world. And we still won the conference championship and the conference tournament, regular season title and the conference tournament title. So I'm not concerned at all. Good win for Purdue. They got what they needed. Uh, we just got to bounce back and we got to respond. We got to play tougher. We got to work on some uh, defensive communication because that was another thing, too, that kind of hurt us a little bit. But aside from that, again, I'm not worried. This team is going to be good. It's still a young team, but they just got to figure it out. We got to get some more production from Aaron Henry. We got to get Gabe Brown to be more a more consistent shot maker. And we'll be fine. Like, again, this team is solid. We're not going to win every game, but we will win most of the game. We still own sole possession of first place in the Big Ten. I think the next team up is Illinois, I believe. Or, yeah, I want to say it's Illinois. Um, And we'll be good, man. So, I'm not, again, I'm not worried. But we did fall 42-71. to 71. Give credit to Purdue. Um, 42 points was the lowest scoring game since January 31st of 2012 when we played at Illinois and when we only scored 41 points. So, we got to work on some things. We got to get a little bit better offensively when it comes to execution. But Coach Izzo will figure it out. The rest of the coaching staff will figure it out. We're going to be good. Good win for Purdue. Give all the credit to the Boilermakers. They came out. They played harder. And they just wanted it more. So, as always, though, big shout out to Nuts and Bolts Sports. Go check out my college basketball blog on Cassius Winston. I did a blog that I dropped last week that is now up and live on Nuts and Bolts Sports. But besides that, they have other whole bunch of really other good content creators when it comes to Nuts and Bolts Sports. Anything you love with sports, go check out Nuts and Bolts Sports. They have everything that you could ask for if you're a sports fan. Trust me, Nuts and Bolts Sports is the place to be for all sports fans worldwide. But with that being said, though, this has been another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops podcast. As always, 
always, please like, comment, subscribe, rate, review, and share. And if you listen to my podcast on Apple Podcasts, please leave a rate and review, and I will talk to you guys soon. Our next game for my Spartan Dogs is versus Wisconsin on Friday, so be prepared for that. But as always, peace, love, and blessings gone.